You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. QL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks with you on a Wednesday. Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook, is going to join us. Coming up in about 20 minutes, talk about her uh, picks for the season, her thoughts, plays, top 25, all that, and maybe some week one games and maybe even about her competition, her bodybuilding competition. We'll ask her how she did in that coming up in a little bit. We'll get to the MLB card later this hour. But right now, like yesterday, we dove into some teams college football. Maybe we haven't talked much about season previews. Each of us took a couple and kind of dove in. So we were on the AAC uh, for today with some teams. I and mean, obviously, I mean, this is a conference. You say, oh, yeah, it's just the AAC. They had a team in the in the playoff last year. I mean, they had a, a team in the college football playoff, a non-Power 5 team in. So this conference is capable of of creating and putting together some good teams that, you know, cracked that top 10, top 25, and last year, obviously, top five. So here are the teams that we have to, to jump into here. Cincinnati, ECU, they were, they were my – Joe, you had uh, – UCF and Memphis, and Aaron had Houston and SMU. I'll start us off. I'll go with Cincinnati. Um, They're the most high-profile team in the conference right now. They were in the college football playoff last year. They were 13-1, and played Alabama. The, the number one thing I just I couldn't get past as I looked at them was the amount of talent that they lost to the NFL. I mean, we're talking about mm. stars. I mean, Sauce Gardner, top five pick in the NFL draft. Desmond Ritter, their quarterback last year, who was, you know, is now going to play for the Atlanta Falcons. Alec Pierce, wide receiver, who went to the Colts in the second round. Defensive lineman from their team ended up in the NFL. I mean, they lost a ton. And I know they're a good program, and Luke Fickle's a good coach, and they can kind of reload it. But, I mean, h- how do you reload in one year after losing all that? Doesn't it feel like they peaked last year, and now is the natural – come back to earth a little bit. They'll still be good. It's a good program. But I, I there's, here's what they have on their schedule. They open up against an SEC team in Arkansas. Arkansas is not a great SEC team, but it's still an SEC program. They have to go to SMU. They have USC, UCF on the schedule. Nine is their number right now. Their over-under is nine. He, after, the more I looked into them, I know they won 13 last year. But with those three teams, Arkansas, SMU, UCF, all the changes – I would not bet over. I mean, I also, I'm not saying run to bet the under. I think nine is a difficult number to bet on them. You need 10 wins to beat this number. And Arkansas, SMU, UCF, they lose those games. They can't go over the number. I mean, that's it. They can't They can't win 10 if they lose those three. So I would stay away from their total. If anything, I'd bet the under. If I had to bet over or under nine wins for, for Cincinnati this year. So that's the first one I, I had. And um I like the coach. They bring back all five offensive linemen. It's a good program, but I just don't know how a school like that peaks at that level, and then the next year just feels like a natural come down. We've seen this a couple times, right? Utah, but before they were a Pac-12 team, they made a college football playoff, I believe, once, and they came back the next year. It's hard. 
you, you kind of build up for three or four years with these star players. They go to the NFL, and it's just it's hard to do it again. So I'll I'll be fading Cincinnati yeah. more than being on them this year. So, so you think that we're not at any point going to have that conversation we've had over the last couple of years about Cincinnati with, with that fourth spot seemingly open? They're not even going to enter the conversation this time around, right? I don't think so. I mean, okay. they go they go to Arkansas in the first game of the season. Arkansas is ranked 19th in the country right now. I they're going to I think they're going to lose that game. I think they're going to be 0-1 to start the year. Going, do you think they're going to go to an SEC school and win Week One? I'd be surprised with the new quarterback. That's that feels like a lot. So I don't think we're gonna have that mm-hmm. discussion this year. Do we have the conference odds? Are they still the still the favorite? I know not every spot is listed the AAC odds. But they are uh, Houston not is. the favorite. Houston. Okay. Shall I take Since it away I with the... Houston? That was one of my teams. Sure. Yeah, I mean they're they're all close. I, I saw this morning two to one and plus two fifty on the other two. So it's exactly they're, they're basically yeah. co favorites in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So Houston went twelve and two last season. Their win total is nine and a half. I'm seeing the over is plus one fifteen. The under minus one thirty five, depending on where you do your shopping. So I think the question for this Houston team is, can they take that next step? Um, They do have the most efficient returning quarterback in the AAC in Clayton Toon. Um, He's a precision passer. He helped Houston to an 11-game winning streak um, around. They they lost to Texas Tech, season opening loss to Texas Tech, and then they lost to Cincinnati in the AAC title game um, last year. So they went 12-2. Um, Toon completed a league high 68.3% of his passing with 30 touchdowns. And then they also have top NFL prospect, a receiver named Nathaniel Dell. They call him Tank Dell. Um, He's one of the shiftiest receivers in college football. He had 90 receptions for about 1,400 yards with 12 touchdowns. However, Things aren't all rosy for the Cougars. Number one running back, Alton McCaskill, the 2021 AAC Rookie of the Year. He tore his ACL in spring practice. Um, and then they also lost Tazan Hen- or sorry, Tazan Henry is going to take over him, but they lost their corner, um, Marcus Jones. He had five interceptions, tied an NCAA career record with nine kick returns for touchdowns. He was drafted by the Patriots. Um, so they are um, the favorite to win the conference. But again, I mean, they're like co-favorites. So I guess... You know, if you want to bet on Houston, they're plus 200, Cincinnati plus 250, I'm seeing. So uh, the win total is a little more interesting to me than betting them to win the conference. They did go 12-2. and two. I don't know if they'll take that big of a step back with their win total being 9.5. It's plus money if you want to take the over. Hmm. It's a little disappointing with these, with these odds because – you mentioned Houston, Cincinnati, in a sense, co-favorites. Well, at some sports books, you can. It looks like it's three ways favorite, right? Yeah, it's, it's UCF too. In the mix, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, what was the win total with Houston? Nine and a half. So nine and a half, and Joe G. Cincinnati was nine and a half, right? Nine. Oh, nine, it was nine. And then UCF also in the mix. They're the third favorite. If you price shop, the best price you're going to find when the when the conference is plus three fifty. So their win total is eight and a half. 
but it is juiced to the over. So Gus Malzahn, last year was his first season there, and he was beat up with injury. Uh, Dylan Gabriel has been in the news a whole bunch, people expecting some big things from him after transferring uh, going into this year. But the, the, the high-profile quarterback goes down. The starting running back goes down. And Gus Malzahn in his first year still goes 8-4. and four. And the win total is 8-5. and five. I mean, 8.5 for this coming year. I mean, he, he had to throw in uh, Mikey Keene, a, a freshman quarterback. Good. 7-3 and three as a starter. 17 touchdowns, yeah. 6 interceptions. So he's got 14 starters coming back overall. And then he did some work in the transfer portal. It is kind of weird saying Gus Malzahn at, at UCF. So he's not what he once was when he was a head coach in the SEC. But, man, he's given strong effort here. And for him to go 8-4 and four with everything they were up, up against a season ago, and it's not like I look at the schedule where it's just extremely daunting. So I understand why it's used to the over. I, I like I like uh, Central Florida to the over. And if you're going to get a decent price around 4-1, to one, I don't hate them uh, giving them a shot to win the conference. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I, I – of, of all the teams that I kind of looked at the whole thing top to bottom, and then we dove into our particular teams, I, I think Houston's the best team in the conference this year, but you're not mm -hmm. getting a great number. I mean, that's, It seems like no. you need to wait a little bit on this one if yeah. you want to bet the conference. Yeah, you could wait. You could see if someone has an early loss. Maybe that moves things around a little bit. I, I, I think it's interesting what you're saying. Um, it, and there is a drop-off, right? I mean, you look at the odds at BetMGM, 2-1, to one, plus 225. Uh, plus 275, then you get to 10 to 1. I mean, then, then you go down uh, a bunch here. So there's some interesting teams. All right, the yeah. other one I had was – And, and uh, UCF, I'm sorry, let me add that uh, UCF does miss uh, Houston. So that's the the one thing that you want to take yes. a look at. Nice. Well, that's a big deal. Um, so the other one I had was ECU. They're an interesting team. I mean, they, they're – probably one of the best rushing teams in college football. I mean, maybe the best rushing team last year in college football. So then they, they, they get some teams and catch them off guard a little bit. Remember when Navy used to do that? Or Georgia Tech used to do that with their running game where they had those years where they ran the ball down everyone. So that's kind of ECU. So their coach there, 7-14 and 14 his first two seasons. They went 7-5 and five last year. They're not losing a ton. The quarterback doesn't matter there as much because they run the ball as, as much as they do. They have a ton of good backs, good offensive line. They feel like a pretty steady ship now. Like I could see them just being a good team uh, for a little while. And with this coach, six and a half is their win total. That's that's worth looking at for me. I could see them, and they're right in the middle of the pack in the conference odds. So they're twenty-five to one. I don't think they're going to win the conference, but you know they're in that middle where they're probably going to be in that six-seven win range, trying to make a bowl game. If I had to go one way or the other, I would go over ECU's uh, win total to get them to seven. And I think they're probably going to play a lot of under games because they run the ball so much. I mean, the clock just runs. Like, they kind of play an old-school style. And it, it works a little bit in, in today's uh, college football. So, I like ECU. Don't love them. I don't think there's a chance they win the conference. But I could see them seven wins and get into a bowl game. So, they're, they're kind of interesting. I like it. Well, I've got a dark horse for you. It's too Let's bad I didn't think of this last night. I was prepping for this this morning. I should have texted our guy, Ed Egros, who is an SMU Mustang. But I like um, SMU as the dark horse in this conference, um, nine to one. Um, last year, 
the Mustangs went eight and four, um, but they also had 19 returning starters. That's a lot. Um, they were absolutely destroyed by Cincinnati. And then it was announced that Sonny Dykes would be the TCU head coach. So now they've got Rhett Lashley who takes over the program. SMU has been one of those teams that climbs into the rankings and then fades off the past three seasons. They just disappear um, down the stretch. So good thing for the Mustangs this season is they get Cincy and Houston at home. So I think that can really help make them a contender in the AAC. Um, I think they could be a dark horse for this division or for this conference. The Mustangs, they can score. They've got a senior laden defense. And with playing Cincy, Houston, and Memphis all at home, I think that's pretty good. The win total is seven. They were eight and four last season. Um, so the over is juiced a little minus 120. Um, but if I was going to bet it, I would take them as the dark horse. Because as we were saying, there's kind of like three co-favorites if you look at it that way. And then a significant mm -hmm. drop off. And the next one's SMU. 10 to one right now. Yeah, that's. They're, they're, it's a pretty good number, right? Considering they're the fourth favorite, but it's a big drop from the first three. So that, I could see why they, they could be your dark horse. Plus, Ed Egros, he's our guy. Where's his SMU polos when he comes on our show? Yes. Should it, I should have just got all my scouting reports from him. Oh, I'm sure he knows. <laughs> yeah, but you got to be careful because he might be an SMU homer, too. Mm, yeah, you can't trust the guy. He, 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 he certainly was last season. <laughs> All right, so I've got Memphis. Win total is seven and a half. They went six and six last year, and the win total is seven and a half. I found that interesting. Started three and zero, oh, and then they uh, stumbled a bit. Four close losses, so I'm sure that's part of the reason that the win total is a, a win and a half higher than what they finished with last year. And also, they are missing Cincinnati. They've got Houston at home and UCF at home, so the schedule little advantageous you know Memphis you think Memphis and you just think over like you see that game going way over the total time and time again they take like five hours long and they're usually entertaining but as far as last year not a whole lot of wins they had a freshman quarterback Seth Hennigan it's awesome last year 3,300 yards 25 touchdowns they averaged 30 points per game with this freshman wow. under center 30 points per game um, when I think of Memphis, I think about these great receivers too in the draft. Like Anthony Miller was a bust with the Bears, but he's still hanging around the league. You got Calvin sure. Austin more recently. They score. It's always been the been on the defensive end. And in these losses we were referencing this year, the problem was the turnovers. Now the over is plus money. They're the fifth favorite in the conference, thirteen to one. I just, I, I know when you look at all those close losses, you, you would think that half of those flip if half flip now we're barely getting the over at plus money i see plus 120 at BetMGM. i just i just always have an issue with memphis like they're gonna score i'm gonna jump on some of those overs but as far as getting to eight wins in this conference there are only so many teams that are going to get to that eight mark right and that's a to, big to win the bat yeah to win the bat with those three teams on top even four I don't know. That's too much for me. For for them, I got to go eight and four. I'm not interested. They they would have made a bowl last year. They uh, were selected for the Hawaii Bowl, but that one ended up getting canceled. They never played the game. But um, you know what's yeah, hard? Yeah, I, I can't go over. I would go under. Yeah. What's hard with the non-power conferences with the totals of eight nine? If they play power five schools, 
if they lose to them, the only games left are against each other. It, it's how do you make up yeah. the ground? It's like only so many can actually get there in each conference. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, Rebecca QL Daily. On the other side, Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sports. We'll talk a lot of college football with her coming up next right here on BetQL Daily. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.